the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Walter Anderson Nursery. If you have a green thumb or have always wanted one, then get ready for Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery, hosted by Ken Anderson, along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. Garden Talk aims to introduce new ideas, help solve problems, and keep you up to date on the latest developments in the nursery and landscaping industry. Call in now with your gardening questions, 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Now, here are your Garden Talk hosts, Ken, David, Mark, and George. Good morning, San Diego. You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. I am Ken Anderson along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. We're going to be here for the next hour talking to you about all kinds of stuff going on in your yard and garden. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning. How are we? I'm good. I'm good. I was behind a car yesterday with a KPRZ bumper sticker, just an FYI. Well, I'm glad there's at least one car out there. That's data point. (laughs) Good morning. Uh, a little chilly this morning. Yeah, it was. A pretty cold, cold breeze blowing. Yeah, breeze, yeah. Yeah. I say a yeah. lot chilly. It was yeah. cold. Although, you know, the it, the thermometer on my car said it was only 51. So but well, it, it's a cold 51. You have to yeah. take into account the wind chill from that strong, I was going to say stiff breeze coming in from the north. Yeah. But I'm, I'm all cozied up in my oh, okay. Walter Anderson nursery hoodie. Yeah, I'm it, good. It's, I'm it good. It wasn't too bad. Um, we we were up in Temecula last night, and it wasn't – not last night, the night before last. Uh, and it was cold up there. It, the breeze was blowing by. I don't think they got very much rain. We next um, Thursday morning when, – or when did – yeah, Thursday morning when we got – no. Well, no Friday I'm, morning. I'm totally – Friday morning. It, I'm yeah, forgetting it's Saturday. I'm, yeah. I'm a day off. Um, Friday morning when we got up to drive back to San Diego, it wasn't really that wet out. And we didn't – we didn't get much rain at all on the way back down. We got a little bit north of Escondido, but nothing significant at all. After mid-morning, most of it was just annoyance sprinkles. We right. had some decent rain earlier. Well, I, well, my dad said it started raining down in San Diego about 1 o'clock in the morning. He said it was, yeah, said it was pouring down yeah. there. Poway as well yeah. with some good uh, thunder and lightning. Yeah, we didn't, didn't, we didn't get didn't any of that up in Poway. Yeah, I didn't see Or in Poway, in Temecula. There was yeah, a lightning. thunder lightning. I didn't hear any of it. but Th- Thunder did not wake me up, but yeah. I heard about it up this up this direction. And most areas got between four and three quarters of an inch of rain. That's pretty good four rain, tenths yeah. and So it was a decent soaking. Not bad. Four tenths was the predicted Did they get amount. snow in the mountains or was it? They did get snow in the mountains. And I think there's – we're expecting – Flurries, I guess, in the mountains, and a little bit more, more annoyance rain than anything else. I think over the next twenty-four hours, we're expecting about a tenth to a quarter of an inch of rain in many areas, but very light increments, just little here, little there. Well, I wonder if this is the last big storm of the season, or if we're going to have another. We're going to have another. March. 
we're going to have another. Another Miracle March? Well, I don't know about the Miracle March, but we're going to have more. I promise you we will have more rain, significant rainfall this season. An amazing April. Uh, Amazing April. I like that. That would work. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I was. Last week we were talking about uh, the hailstorms that had come through, and I was walking around the front of the nursery making notes for the show, and we've got some beautiful Alstrom areas, and and a lot of them are damaged, pockmarked, humbled, yeah, yeah, from from the hail. Uh, So it's it that damage is starting to show up now. So I wouldn't be surprised if we start seeing more of it coming into the yeah coming on lots of things. Right, yeah. agaves, sagos, just about anything. Bougainvilleas, yeah. <laughs> right. Any, anything with a soft, anything with soft foliage on it is gonna. In the vegetable garden, gonna, the onions take a beating. Yeah, they would. Yeah, yeah, yeah I could see that. Uh, let's see. We have classes today in both stores. Nine o'clock in San Diego. It's going to be Citrus Care with Tyler Trimble. Uh, probably one of the most knowledgeable guys out there as far as citrus is concerned. So if you're interested in growing some in your yard, right. Uh, I would highly recommend going down and listen to what he has to say. Um, really nice guy, too. And in Poway at 930, it's going to be Spring Color with Brian Robert, who is our bedding plant buyer. Uh, another very, very knowledgeable guy, and uh, he will give you a lot of good information. Um, next weekend on the 12th, it's going to be Spring veg- Spring Veggies with Josh in San Diego at 9 o'clock. And at 9.30, it's going to be basic grafting techniques, again, with Tyler Trimble. So if you're interested in grafting or learning how to graft, um, Tyler's a good guy to learn it from. So I would highly recommend coming in for either of those. Uh, Not much going on in Balboa Park this month as far as flower shows are concerned, but the San Diego County Orchid Society is having their big show in Mission Valley on the 18th through the 20th. Um, and if you haven't been, we talked about it last week. If you haven't been to one of those shows, I would highly recommend going and, and checking it out. And I did check their website yesterday and it has not been canceled as of yet. So I, I, I did double check. So, so, but it's, it's still early. Right. Hopefully it'll, hopefully it'll come off as, as normal. Well, things are different now. The magic wand has been waved. (laughs) Yes. So it'll be okay now. It should be fine. Yes. Um, what else we got going on? Well, you had a. Well, were you shaking your head at me or the words or the situation you, or nothing? Both. Okay. both. <laughs> yeah. Everything. Um, you had a very interesting Wednesday wisdom this week. This week or last week? The scented roses? Last week. That was last week. Okay. Then I missed yeah, this his, week. His somewhere. Wednesday wisdom this week was terrible. <laughs> or was that this week? <laughs> yeah, what do I know? Put yeah, him on it was this, this week. It was this yeah. week. Okay. Okay. I, I did do that this week. Yeah, that was a good one. John Bagnasco. <laughs> yeah. It right. was so good you forgot it. I do a lot of these. So. Yeah. Uh, but you said that there's actually there's prize money available for, for scented there, as, for yeah, breeding as scented wrote, roses. Exactly. There's an award given. It's the uh James Alexander Gamble Fragrance Medal to roses that have you know, significant fragrance to it, but they also have to be uh, 7.5 or above on the uh, American Rose Society rating scale. Well, you get a super fragrant rose that's 7.5 or above on the American Rose Society's rating scale, you probably have a good-selling, patentable rose that you can make a lot more money on in addition to the 
award. The award, yes. Uh, agreed. And what's interesting is <clears throat> this award started back in the early 60s. And so since 1961, when it first came out, there's only been 23 roses that have met that, have earned that medal, that award. That that seems extremely low, considering how many roses have come out since surprises. Nineteen sixty three. I wonder if people don't turn them, don't apply, or well, I guess John's they don't even know about it. Right. Answer that question. Yes, we'll have to find out. Well, uh, we had a handful of them, at, you know, that in our inventory that we were selling, and well, you a whole just bought, lot left. I bought a, I bought one just because. Of whoa, 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 whoa! Is it a fruiting rose? They all are. Yes, it is. Okay, so you bought it for the rose hips, and it just happens, it happens to, to have be a nice frag- fragrance. As what well. is it? Uh, angel face. That's it a, is a very nice fragrant rose. rose. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we were talking about some of the other ones that were on there. Um, Chrysler Imperial, which came out in 1953, I think it was. It's a really, it's a really old rose. Well, it, it received yeah. the award in 1965. Oh, so that's a little backlog there on that one. Um, Mr. Lincoln was another one that was on there, and that received it in 2003. Wow! Wow! That seems that's yeah. that's really late because Mr. Lincoln's another one of those ones that came out forever, in, yeah. in the fifties or fifties or sixties. And then one of my favorites also was on there, was, which was Fragrant Cloud. Yeah, it is a good one. Yeah, yeah. let me see, look is, and see. Is Papa Milan or any it is. of them? Papa Milan okay. is on there as well. Right. Double I know de- that's Double Delight, which is a very popular one. In fact, some yeah. of the folks that were responding to our um, don't even get me started on that one. Some folks are responding He's an to our double delight. I am. He is. I know. He says yeah. that all the time. That's I a guess, good rose. Oh, here we go. Double 19, delights are the beats of the, the rose world. world as yes, far as they Ken are is concerned. Um, yeah, Mr. Lincoln was 1965. Wow. So, so maybe they didn't apply immediately, or yeah, interesting. It is interesting. Yeah. Well, I, I remember. I don't remember. It, mu- it must have been one of our representatives for the Barrett Roses, but years ago, the, we were talking about how for a while the trend had been just towards perfect flowers and, and, disease, and not, disease resistance. Yes. Um, and they ended up breeding a lot of the fragrance out of the roses, and they were, they were trying to turn it around and bring it back to breeding fragrance back into it. But then you said they did a, they did a survey – a in, statistical the, in the solution. 50, they did an analysis of over 3,900 roses mm-hmm. and found that there's a, a belt, just a standard bell curve. You know, with 20% were strongly fragrant, 25 had no odor whatsoever, and the rest had some sort of scent. That was, in, that was when? 1956 for the study. Do you have a more recent one? I don't. Because I'll, I'll bet that, oh, I, that I think it's probably curve changed, changed dramatically, dramatically yeah. but now it's, it's changing back. To more scent. The, the pendulum is swinging again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see how that keeps going. Um, if you haven't turned your sprinklers off yet, I would go ahead and do that. No, I was could, lucky could enough we, to turn. I turned please, mine off. Could we please not say that on the air? Why? Because my sister's <laughs> going to hear. She's going to tell my mom, and then my mom's going to call me and said, "You told me not to worry about it," which is true. But well, for that's a whole true. different host of reasons. That, but now, the, reason, true. the reason Ken is telling us again is he's very excited that he actually remembered. And he exactly. wanted to get that out, that he remembered. Yeah. <laughs> we are very proud of you. Shall we? Golf clap. <laughs> well done, Mr. Anderson. <laughs> um, no, it is a good idea. We had enough rain this week to shut off the sprinklers for at least a, a week, I, I would imagine. Well, I found something interesting out about my... Uh, sprinkler system before I before we left and went up to Temecula 
Um, I had had it shut off for a long time, and so everything was starting to get dry. And I knew there was a storm coming, but I wanted to get some water down on the yard. So I have one, I have one station on my back lawn that's shut off because one of the sprinkler heads is missing. So it's just a geyser when it turns on. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so I, that station is actually turned off, and so I went over to the, went over to the timer, and I have a button that you can push, and it says water all stations. So push the button, the first station comes on. The station that is shut off is station number two. Well, when you push when you push water all stations, it doesn't care if the station's turned off. It, it still turns it. it on. Right. So fortunately, I happened to catch that before it flooded the backyard. Well so, done. Yeah. There's no asterisk there. It's, it says unless it's uh, bypassed. Yeah. No, it's a uh, – Water all, means it, water, water all stations means water, water all, stations. all stations. So anything exactly. that's hooked up to the clock, it's going to turn on. So, uh, yeah, that might be my project today is to go and put a fix, new sprinkler fix the head geyser, in. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I programmed my automatic sprinkler system, which is me, to not turn on sprinklers this week. So I will not go turn them on since I'm watering everything manually right now. No. Because I am that smart. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to give us a call today... 888-344-1170 is the number. We would love to talk to you. Um, you know, we didn't mention the – after this rain is gone for this weekend, we should be clear for the rest of the week. Breezy, but I don't – there's no rain coming up in the forecast. And did is you guys happen to notice – warm up or is it – Warm up a little bit. Okay. That's did you guys happen to notice the crescent moon? No. Yeah, I saw it last it night. Last night. Yeah. The night before. Night. Yeah. Pretty, pretty neat on the – Pretty nice. Sunset side of 395. What? What was that commercial for? Do you remember? No. Mm-hmm. It must have been a car dealership. On must the have been. Sunset side yeah. of 395. Yeah, because that would have been the west side of the 163. Yeah. So. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of them over there. It could have been. Uh, let's see. Yeah, go ahead. Just give the number. If you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. Um, oh, Pink, Pink Jasmine is oh, it really starting to... Now go crazy right now and so if you like pink jasmine now the, is the time to the get it because yes. in three or four weeks it's all going to be bloomed okay, out don't get me started on pink jasmine it'll just be it'll just be green until next year next year yeah. oh you don't like you got something against pink jasmine yeah i'm not a big i mean it's kind of the one hit wonder of the horticultural world well it's like a banks rose i was gonna say like lady banks yeah they oh that's a that has many more redeeming qualities like what <laughs> Well, before they chopped it down, my neighbor had it growing up along Fire, their deck right. and then arching over and falling away, and it mm-hmm. looked amazing. But it only blooms for a period, and then it's done yeah. until the next year. Yeah, Much but there's like, still more to yes. it. There's more substance to it, even when it's not blooming. And then it blooms over, I think, a longer season, but then you guys could argue that so does the pink jasmine because as the buds open. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, but when you try to prune it, it just shreds you. Yeah. The Lady it's, Banks rose, or yeah. The? No, the Lady Banks rose. It's just a just covered in thorns. No, I've had, had big issues with the, my Lady Banks. Uh, mine, when the one I had in my backyard, my old probably house, had was, some other thorny was, rose growing up in it. I don't think so. Anyway, uh, you're listening to the Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to be back with more right after this.
Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. And we're back with more Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. I'm Ken Anderson along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. If you want to give us a call today, 888-344-1170 is the number. We would love to talk to you. Uh, I think it is going to be sunny today. Might be a... With the ground being soft, might be a good time to uh, go out and prep your vegetable garden if you haven't done that yet. Well, right. You still got to be a little careful with yeah. vegetables because if too, we get a cold early, snap, yeah. if we get another hard freeze like we did, um, it might we set you back a little bit. Probably still have some cold weather. This kind of just drizzly. If if we do get a couple of hundredths or a yeah. tenth of an inch of rain over a day period, is awful for warm season vegetables. Tomatoes mm-hmm. in particular are gonna have Suffer. issues with it, Correct. With spotting and diseases and things. Well, you had a, we had a customer come in on Monday and brought in a leaf of their, their potato plant. And I wasn't sure what was going on with it, so I left it on your desk and you called him back. And you think no, it I was just, just threw it away. You think it was no, just was supposed to. <laughs> you think it was just a way, it, it looked blight. It looked like, it looked like early blight on tomato. And you and, think and it's it just weather related. it the same family. Yeah. But usually after cool, wet weather, and potatoes love the warm weather. If we had a cool, wet period, that would be my first concern about it. The Occam's razor principle. You know, typically, yes. The easiest, the most simple answer. Um, so anyway, if you are gonna, if you are planting, planting a vegetable garden in the ground, now is the time to go out and put some soil amendment in, put some gypsum down to get the calcium levels back up in the soil, mix some grow power or your favorite your favorite organic fertilizer in and uh, start deciding what you want to plant. Correct. And if you want to, if you want to grow a lot of tomatoes, I would stagger your plantings by a couple of weeks so that as one starts to produce, the next one will be coming along behind it. You know, farmer Roy had a little bit of a situation with the cold weather that we've been joking about and it did a number on their tomatoes up there. Oh, did it really? They were covered. So he's a little behind, but it's a gamble, which he always says. And, over the last many years, that gambles have paid off. This mm-hmm. year, not quite so much. Not quite so much. And, and I got, can't. It did, got cold. And I can't remember. Does he, he plants determinant varieties? Doesn't he? Determinant or semi? He plants different varieties than we normally have because he has different. He needs different characteristics different from goals his. Yes, from, his, from yeah. harvest and and storage after as they get moved around the farm. So so he does plant different varieties that that hold up a little bit better mm-hmm. after after harvest. Well, I have to admit he grows some of the he grows some of the best tomatoes I've ever a lot of and a lot of, them. And a lot of them. Yeah. What what did he how much I, I don't remember how many tens of thousands. Yeah, 20 20 25,000 pounds yeah, of vegetables crazy. on that small plot. Yeah, that year. is just We're bringing him in, in in tentatively in April for a class. Yeah, that just just mind-boggling. Uh one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet too. He's a really really nice guy you know with the cooler wet weather basil is one of the sufferers one yeah, of the plants they, that they people like to want yeah. and we have a variety called Nufar, and i had to look up what Nufar was but it is a a fungal desistant desistant, <laughs> desistant? 
Words have meaning. <laughs> desistent. It's desistent to fungal. That was easy for me to say. It's a pythium-resistant variety, so it will be less likely to melt during the cooler weather. Uh, and they do look great. They're big and beefy and not melting. Well, we had a few after that last freeze last week that took a hit, they, they even though happy. they were covered. Yeah, not cool. the new far. Not the new far. Okay. Well, I was walking out through the herb section yesterday. We are really well stocked with herbs right now. So if you want to start your herb garden or start a window box with some with some kitchen herbs in it, now is a great time to well, now is a great time to get them going. Right. Last Monday. A week ago, a customer texted me over the weekend and said, do you have this, this, and this? Because I need them for Friday. And I need he wanted basil leaves and Italian parsley for a recipe. And they needed to be big <laughs> enough and mature enough that they can, can use it that Friday for, for cooking. Uh, and we did have it. And the, that and the thyme and the oregano and, and a whole bunch of others are looking really, really good. And thyme and oregano and the parsley weren't bothered at all by the the cold softer things like the basil a little bit different but. yeah yeah no it's everything's everything's really well stocked out there right now uh we have the first the first round of uh tomatoes and the first round of peppers have come in uh i would definitely come up with some way of protecting them if we do have a if we do have another cold snap uh, you know usually the first week of april last week of march first week of april we get a late cold storm and they get low Low snow in, in Julian, and I'm going to go with this year, too. What yeah, if we've already me. had it? What if it's come through? Well, done? if it's already come through, it couldn't be the last week of March or the first My week point, of April yeah. unless you're in a different area than I'm I am. I'm over here. I'm way over here. Yeah, well, that might be a different calendar <laughs> over there. But. It could very well be. You know, you said to throw gypsum down for calcium. A mm-hmm. lot of the um, – Fertilizers that are tailored for vegetables have measurable calcium in as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just as a matter of course, though, I usually just throw some in. Yeah, just just to be on the. I usually just to be on the safe side. I usually throw oyster shell in, which is thirty-five percent calcium. Yeah, no, that's that when would you be. Could get oyster shell. That's true. Yeah, but oyster I shell is seen. in short supply. You can't get it for your chickens, and you can't get it for your garden right now. So that one God, little I box I have left, oyster shell, vermiculite, and oyster shell. Yeah, you use it sparingly. Um, I loaned a, a friend of mine a, one of those pounders for tamping down concrete or uh, asphalt mm-hmm. to crush whole oyster shells. Are you serious? Into, yes, because oh. you can't. You the feed stores are out of oyster shell for your chickens. I know what, you guys what, don't know that. What do what do chickens get out of oyster shell? Yeah, calcium. Calcium. Oh, oh. Well, for the huevos, man. I was going to say they kind of need that for the eggs. Yes, exactly. yes. They won't eat gypsum. I've never tried to feed them gypsum. <laughs> Oyster just, shells, the thing, and you know, I brought some a drywall in there. A fifty-pound bag of of oyster shell. It was cheap. It was like I don't know, ten or twelve bucks a few years ago, and I haven't gone through the whole thing yet. They don't need a bunch of it because their food has a a ton of calcium in it too. Well, we used to sell, we we used to sell it I, oyster. I mean, oh yeah, we, we did. We had it in boxes in oh, large yeah. bags. Yeah, large right. bags. I think yeah. I I thought I want to say Bandini used to yeah, used to bag did, it yeah. as well too. Well, way should, way back in the day, exactly. Maybe I should go start hanging out outside restaurants in La Jolla and pick up their oyster shells out of their dumpsters, and then I can take them home. I can crush them and bag them and sell them. I'll have a big business. Yeah, no? they should put the. Mm-hmm. They, maybe they should. We need a new ordinance in California that requires that you recycle, recycle your shells, oyster shells yes. back into fertilizer. Don't, don't say it. Don't, don't say that even out loud. joke about it. Someone's writing the legislation <laughs> right, right now. <laughs> oh my gosh, Ken. 
You can't say Why? there ought to be a law here because there will, they will. be. There will, there will be. There How will about be. if we talk about Neem Max? Let me give the phone number out first. Why don't you do that? If you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. And now we're going to introduce a new product for your garden. Because we were talking about tomatoes, and what is the bane of tomato growers? Which Nematodes. one? Nematodes. 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 That's yeah. What, well, yeah, that'll work. Neem Max is a, it's a new... What is it? Variety of neem? Type of, yeah. There's. I need a better word than variety. Could someone of you wordsmiths um, help new me? New formulation. Here? Formulation. It's cold pressed neem oil, and as, it has different applications as opposed to hot pressed neem. I oil? I guess so. Yes. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> but anyway, cold pressed neem oil is a nematicide, and you can use it as a soil drench every ten to fourteen days. It says to suppress nematodes. I. Roy, Farmer Roy is supposed to come in today to pick something up. I don't remember what, but I'm going to give, give him, him some, a bottle yeah. of it to, to try because he normally buys the beneficial nematodes to drench the soil with when he plants his tomatoes. I want him to try this in, in one of the areas. Sounds so like it's a, a, it's a fungicide, like a miticide, nematicide, insecticide. It does all sorts of really yeah. neat things. It's always been Is yes. it as heavy of an oil as regular neem no. oil? Or? It's much well, lighter. Well, it, yeah, it feels lighter thicker, at, gloppy, at room but... temperature. And that was in the car overnight. And regular neem gets pretty viscous when it gets, gets cold. Gets and this thick, yeah. doesn't, doesn't sound doesn't like sound too it. too bad. Yeah. So it'll be neat. I'm going to try some too. So that's Neem Max. Neem Max is uh, different from regular neem. It's a Captain Jack product. Yes, it, it is. is. Can, you, can yeah. you use it, I mean, on the plants also? Yes. yes. It's yeah. a foliar yeah. spray. Okay. It's a soil drench. It's a fungicide. It works like a regular neem oil okay. to take care of chewing and sucking insects, plus all the disease control and mites. Okay. So, okay. But wait, there's more. Wait, before you order, and if you order before midnight, you also get Oh, controls grasshoppers, too. That's good to know. Because there are not very many things that are yeah, that actually labeled for grasshoppers. Exactly. It's the truth. Uh, lots of aphids, lots of beetles, borers. And, I, and I hear Ohio maggots. Yes, yes, it is a specialty. It does, it does specifically call out the oh, maggots of Ohio. Exactly. Which <laughs> Only in Ohio. Exactly. Um, or wherever they may end up. Do you have anybody visiting from Ohio? Yeah, my sister's in town, actually. Funny that would come up. Yeah, I know. That's, yeah. Didn't seem to work. <laughs> well, we had not deployed oh, it. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. Tomato stink bug. I've never heard of a tomato stink bug before. Have you? It's funny, my sister was talking, my Ohio sister was talking about stink bugs last night uh, for whatever reason. I, don't, I can't remember why she brought it up. But, but she did. She did. Stink bugs. And here yeah. we are talking about them this morning. No, I am not familiar with the tomato stink bug. You, George? I am not. No. Um, fungus gnats. It'll take care well, of fungus good, gnats, yeah. which is good to know. Um, cotton well, that, white that fly. would be huge. Uh, it can be, yeah. We need to start. Doing some testing and yeah, Asian yeah. exactly Asian citrus psyllid as well. Well, regular neem takes care of the psyllid as well, right? Yeah. So that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, a lot of nematodes. Yeah, that's Looks like important. about eight different nematodes that yeah. it take care of. So, oh, good product to good product to have in your arsenal, and it is organic too for those yes. that are for those that are interested that, care. Yeah. that, that are concerned about that. Uh, if you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. 
We're going to be back with more right after this. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. And we're back with more Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. I'm Ken Anderson along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. Um, you know, it's about that time of the year that the pre-foliar blooming trees are starting to bloom. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they are, Mr. Anderson. The, I've never thought about them that way. Pre-foliar. Would that yeah, be like the a tree, so the foliage is the, be a out, yeah, tree yes. that blooms before it leaves out? Before yes. it leaves out. A dormant tree that blooms before it leaves out. And some of them are looking really spectacular right now. The the uh, Magnolia Solangia and Nigras that we got in from Monrovia. Monrovia. Okay, I would oh, suggest to you man. it's a deciduous tree that blooms before it leaves out. Because mm-hmm. if it's dormant, it's probably not blooming. Oh, you're right. Uh, it is. Yeah, okay. Ooh, I stand corrected. Uh, Words have meaning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so what is that? What, what is that tree? Eye? What's the, the tree? Sa- Saucer magnolia or magnolia solangiana, but, but the nigra, the dark purple one. Yeah, it's uh, very pretty. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, I was telling George while we were freezing out in front of the studio. Um, <laughs> Waiting for whom? I think it was you. Oh, okay. Uh, so, Just uh, checking. Uh my dad and I were up in the Bay Area for a um, for a master nursery uh, conference one year. This was years ago, and we took a day and drove down to San Jose to go check out the Winchester House, which is really cool. I mean, if you're ever in San Jose or the Bay Area and you're looking for something to looking for something to do, I would highly recommend it. It is it is absolutely amazing. Uh, but they have a they have the biggest. Uh, Magnolia Solangia and I've ever seen in my life, and the trunk was literally probably about two feet in diameter. I mean, wow. it was it was huge and almost as tall as the house. Wow. I, so it it was it was dormant when we were there, but I'm sure that when it's in bloom, it must just be amazing. Um, the one that I wanted to see, and I think we may have sold them before they bloomed, was the yellow one. We got in that canary yellow um, yes, so, magnolia. Yes, so, yes, light canary yellow. Well, did I? I just I was just looking at the tag. Yeah, right? it, we, I think they bloom. I think I saw them blooming last year, and it's nice. It's nice. It is not, in my opinion, as stunning as the black tulip. Yeah, that is that one is really a standout. That, that one, that you, one really does stand out. You know, I thought you were going to say when you were talking about the what did we call them? The pre pre foliar bloomers. I thought you were going to talk about the cirsus. Because that whole surface section yeah. is in bloom. The, the, the red buds are all um, red And I think we sold out of them, but uh, the forsythias were in bloom too. Oh. We are expecting more forsythias next week. Late next week, uh, we're getting an order down from Oregon, Monrovia, Oregon, and they had some more. So we will be getting more pre-foliar well, bloomers. There my, you go. my mind instantly went to my peach trees and, and, our, and our apricot trees that are all blooming, and they don't have any foliar Oh, that's true. Yeah. So I'm thinking all of all the fruit I, trees. All you know the deciduous what? fruit trees. I immediately went to, to ornamentals when he said that. And, and every one to, of my trees, yeah. you're right. So it's all the yeah, fruit yeah. trees. Just, I, I always go all... to magnolias. Uh, okay. Way to go, George. Well, that's my world. I prefer that. But my uh, my plums are blue, are just 
they're a little later than the rest. And my plums and pluots, not just the weeping Santa Rosa that's in the shade. Yeah, all of ours are doing really well. Great, great blooms right now. I appreciate you bringing us back to the fruiting trees. If you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. We'd love to talk to you. And we are going to go up to Carlsbad and talk to Kara. Good morning, Kara. How are you? Good. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing well. What can we do for you? Uh, Three things. I'll go quickly so you can get to them all, hopefully. The new product, Neem Max. I actually have Japanese grub in my lawn, and I've used the um, botanicals, the, the the small insects that get them. But does the neem max, can you use that for Japanese grub or will regular neem as a drench work? I thought I saw grubs on here. So you go on to the next question and I'll keep looking at this label. Okay. Uh, the the so, Japanese beetle grub we generally don't have here in Southern California. It's one of the <clears> other grubs that we usually have. But I'm go to the next one and I'll get back to you. I'll circle okay. back. Okay, it's, it's some kind of grub. It's large. It's grayish. It's pretty, it, it lives a couple inches under the, the top of the soil. Is it and only in your lawn or is it in, in the my lawn? It's in the lawn area? Yeah, lawns. Yeah, the, sometimes I find them in the garden, but usually the lawn. Typically, the, the bigger grubs, the ones that are like the size of your little finger, uh, those are the, the peach beetle grubs. And they don't okay. ty- they don't typically attack uh, living plant material. They they feed on uh, de- decaying plant material, detritus that happens to be in the soil. Um, you usually find them in uh, compost piles is where you, where you usually find those. But I am okay. so glad you called because I have two corrections. Maggots and grubs are are labeled together here, and they are not Ohio maggots. They're Onio maggots. Oh. <laughs> I don't even know what an Onio maggot is, but O N I O, not O H I O, but it does. Well, I read okay. it as Ohio too. Yeah, so. it does maggots and grubs, such as the Onio maggots. So yes, I think as a soil drench, it will take care of the grubs in the soil, but they're usually not worthy. Well, the, the small ones can be a problem. The the and I'm thinking they're the, like the little the little June bug grubs, but. It's, it's yeah. usually not. It's usually not a huge issue. But if you want to get rid of them, the Nemax should take care of them. Not if you got yourself a good flock of chickens. <laughs> well, you wouldn't have a lawn then either. Well, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. If in fact uh, you have Japanese beetles or Japanese grubs, those are actually supposed to be reported to California Ag, ag Department yeah. because they're oh, rare. They they're not them. here. <laughs> yeah, t- typically, yeah. it's amazing how fast that cleans up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, did you have one more question? Uh, second, qu- uh, two more nutgrass, sure. and do you have any bare root Beverly Hills apples left? No bare root trees left at all. Uh, okay, and then the last question: nutgrass sedge. Um, I've controlled it by putting a layer of plastic down with solarization, mm-hmm. but I can't really do that in areas that I have roses and other plants growing. Any recommendations on how to get rid of nutgrass sedge? Um, ortho or- makes a yeah. nut uh, makes a nutgrass. Killer, but I don't. Well, they they make a nut grass control. I don't know that it actually states that it kills it. I think it says it suppresses it. Um, it's a control. Yeah, it. it's a it's the really good one. Um, it was sedgehammer. Was it was sedgehammer? Is, is, is gone. gone. Yeah. yeah, you can't you can't you can't get it you can't get it in you can't get it in California. Uh, right. Although okay. I don't know, you might be able to find it on the line. Um, okay. but you might, but if you're going to, if you're going to look online, uh, Sedgehammer would be the name of the, 
Sedgehammer or Sedgehammer Plus would be the name of the product that you're looking for. It's the name of my new Perfect. band. Yes. <laughs> Sedgehammer Plus. Okay. That's it. Thank you That's so much. That's it? Okay. Thank you for the call. You have a great weekend. You too. Okay. Take care. You know what I think an Oneo maggot is? What? I think it's onion maggot. I think there's a typo on the label. I can't find anything for Oneo maggot. Oh. But there's a lot of onion maggots there. Are out onion there are onion maggots. Yes. Yeah. Oh, interesting. There Did you maggots. look up Ohio maggot? A maggot to see if they're... Yeah, somebody's yeah. picture came up. I don't <laughs> recognize her, but yes. <laughs> but um, bum. All right. If you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. We're going to go talk to where's that cursor. We're going to go talk to Bruce in San Diego. Good morning, Bruce. How are you? Good. Good morning, guys. How are you, how are you guys doing? We're good. What can we do for you? I got a question. I got a question about tomatoes. Uh, uh, when when's the best time to plant them in, in March? And what's the best uh, variety to plant in, in the beach area? Your well, grandmother's variety. Oh, celebrity. That's yeah. what I yeah. would do. Yeah, <laughs> the, yeah. My grandmother used to grow celebrity tomatoes every year. Uh, like and how many? Work. How many hundreds did we pot up every year for oh, a ridiculous uh, amount? For what the was the church? church. She's yeah. Christ, Lutheran, Christ Lutheran and Christ Lutheran, Christ Lutheran yeah, in right. Pacific Beach. Uh, she used to give them away uh, every year. We would pot up hundreds and hundreds of them in two inch pots for for people to take home. Uh, but yeah, she was a really big she was a really big fan of celebrity tomatoes. And as far she as did, right do they get very yeah. big? Um, yeah, they're uh, average size. It's, average it's size. not yeah. mid size. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's not like a big beef steak. Yeah, yeah. beef steaks right. you wouldn't want to probably right. do down there. You want. More heat, yeah. Typically, uh, as far as when to plant them in March, you could if you're if you're on the beach, you could go ahead and put them in now. Uh, if it's if we're going to have a really cold uh, weather event, just be aware and and make sure they get covered. But being at the beach, you're probably going to be. Safe, I think you're probably yeah. going to be safe. Um, and you can grow, and it's another one that you can grow. You can either grow it in the ground or you can grow it in a container. If you're going to grow it in a container, I would say probably use at least a 15 gallon size container. Bigger if you can, bigger if you can manage it, uh, okay. just so they don't dry out as quickly. Uh, but yeah, so celebrity tomatoes over in the over in in the beach area that would be. I think that would be perfect for you. Okay, great. Well, thank you very much, and you guys have a good weekend. Thank you. You too. Have a great one. Rich over Bye. at the fair used to get the vegetables from us starting in I think mid March and I always told him to wait, 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 yeah. wait till it warms up. But I don't know how much time you spent over at the infield at the fair. It did really well there, even planting them that early. The things grew huh. really well very quickly and early. And I don't you know, it's right there across from the yeah. No. Yeah. From the from water. The water yeah. It's like a quarter of a mile from the beach, and it's a channel there to bring in cool air from the beach. But in the infield at the racetrack, they did really well starting this time of the year. Mm. Hmm. I did not know that. It really surprised me. They're looking for stuff again to to do this year because guess what? It's back. They're going to do a fair this year. That's what I was going to ask. And they cleared the the infield completely. They took away all those raised planters, and they took away all the soil that was in those raised planters, and now that they're going to have a fair with an infield and a farm, they need raised planters and they need soil. Oh, Jesus. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Wow. It's all the stuff they took out the replacing. Of course. Yeah, I guess that's the American way. Yes, it, it is. Um, but no, the I, I received an email yesterday or the day before saying it's time to register. And, and I still am not allowed to be the one that. That ends the watch. It's not ending on the participation. It's not ending on our watch. Is it's, that correct? Man, it's getting it's getting late. 
Uh, we'll see. We'll see what the details are as they as they come. As available. they unfold. Yes. Yeah. If you want to give us a call today, 888-344-1170 is the number. You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. I'm Ken Anderson along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to be back with more right after this. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. And we're back with more Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. I'm Ken Anderson along with David Ross and Mark Mahady and George Allman. Uh, When I was walking through the vegetable section yesterday, uh, taking some notes, I noted that we have have fava beans. Yes, we do. And that's an interesting, yeah. That's an interesting plant because it doesn't look anything like a regular bean plant. Your Agreed. typical bean, correct. Um, and it's actually a, a it's a good looking, it's yeah. kind of shrubby looking plant when they get going, and they're super easy to grow. We grew correct. them a few years ago and vigorous, and, very and, vigorous, and, and they produce a lot. And it's but then what do you do? You eat them with a nice Chianti. <laughs> Not I, necessarily. I knew you were go there. Yeah, I had to. Not necessarily, but uh, I I love I, fava. I, grew them I love once fava or twice, beans. Way back in the day, it was just, don't you have to peel them and then? Do yeah, you got to peel them. Yeah. It's a little bit of work, but it's. Uh, I like it's better than beets. I don't like the next step other than no, no. So no. if you have to prepare them in any way, you're not well. Citrus, I'll peel, <laughs> but the rest of it, I'm not that into. Okay. Um. But yeah, they're, it's it's a neat looking plant. And, it is, and it's a it's a neat looking plant. Nice addition to the garden. Gives it a little bit more of an ornamental look than correct. Yeah. Just your standard and vegetable. So good fare. for you. Um, we also have quite a bit of we've got a lot of uh, strawberries in right now too. Well, with the demise of our bare root strawberry situation, we've had much better supplies of potted ones of the six packs, and they mm-hmm. they're looking good right now. There's Probably six or eight varieties out there right now. Something like that, yeah. Well, whatever anybody wants. And there's a ton of tomatoes out there. Oh, sorry. I yeah, didn't need to go down your list. No, go ahead. But there's a ton of tomatoes down there. Yeah, we. I was surprised at how many tomatoes. We got a lot of peppers, too. I was surprised at how many peppers. Are. Do you, but the do really you, hot ones have not started yeah, to come usually, in Yeah, usually, like I said, I don't even like to plant my peppers until May or, I mean, until it starts to. They really don't do a lot until you start It's got to get heat. warm. Yeah. Yeah, it's got to get warm. We did have some. Somebody was asking for, I think it was ghost peppers, and we did have some ghost peppers okay. in there. I think we sold out, and we, but the, yeah. but the really hot ones like the Carolina, Carolina Reapers, Reapers and, and the, yeah, yeah. The, the weapons grade peppers, yeah, exactly. are, uh, those are probably not going to be yeah, not going to be around much until yeah. the um, until the weather really starts to warm up. Correct. Um, we got a lot of onions in stock too. Okay. We have a if you if you missed out on onion sets. Right, we've got a lot of seedling onions in stock right now, uh, in six in six <laughs> yeah. packs and four inch. Right, uh, a lot of different ones available. So uh, fava beans are nutrient dense and they are high in dietary fiber. Well, so, they are dense. I will give you that. And yeah. there, there's a note on one of our seed packs regarding fava beans that if you are of a Mediterranean descent, that you may be missing a there's a gene deficiency that causes you to have an allergic reaction to them. What? Don't point at me. Oh, I was just trying to prevent you. 
From what? From what? <laughs> oh, okay. I'll say it. Oh. <laughs> no. And, anyway, so anyway, they're, 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 they're very high. So, in, so you. So Some people may have an allergic reaction to it, and it's listed on the on the pack. To well, it must be fairly common then if they're going to list if that. It's listed on our on the label yeah. of the seed pack. Is that from yeah. botanical interests or what? Uh, I don't remember. If it was Renee's so, or botanical oh, okay. interest? If well, you are allergic to fava beans or any of its ingredients, please see your doctor before ingesting. Or pharmacist. Or, or pharmacist. Well, you know, I probably wouldn't even. Have to I do. probably wouldn't even plant them if I. If well, yeah. No, I, I, allergic I, to yeah. them, I, or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, would yeah. It's like, just steer clear of that one. Um, like some people do with gluten. Yeah. Yeah. And, and unless you're Melanie who tried to kill you that time. So, yeah, <laughs> so it happens. It happens. Okay. <laughs> Consumption of fava beans or inhalation of its pollen has been associated with the disease known as favism or pollinosis. Ah, I hate that favism. You know, we should treat everybody equally. Don't be a favist. Favist. They have visine, which is glucose plus divisine, and convicine. My goodness, who knew? What is convicine? Yeah. Well, convicine, you know, is a combination of glucose and isuramil. Oh, that makes much more sense. I yeah, thought so as well. But they are high in uh, fiber, potassium, no cholesterol, and it's got a lot of protein in it, too. So maybe I'll try some. You should. Uh, plants, like you said, it's a pretty plant. And the plants look good. Yeah, they yes. do. And they grow so easily, it's one yeah. that I'm, I'm likely to be successful with, with minimal care. What do you? My mom had sent me an article uh, a couple of weeks ago. I've had it here to talk about. It was kind of interesting. Well, uh, we uh, shared, yeah. Did we talk about this? No, no, I shared yeah. that with you as well. Right? Yeah, oh, yeah. okay. You and I were yeah. talking about it. The, uh, yeah, plant, but it's more important that his mom shared Oh, no, it. I just want to see if it's the same article. Plant, plant poaching. People going around. It might have been you. I, I Mom and so many, so many, so many, so, so many emails that up. it's hard hard to keep track of. Them. Um, but people are poaching Dudleys off the coast, and um, I mean, it, it, they're stealing hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of wild Dudleys out of the out of the native landscape. Oh uh, wow! Yeah, one guy was just sentenced to uh, to two years in prison for it. It's gotten so bad. So when you so when you're out walking around and you see a, yeah, you see like, a, a, a neat looking it, little yeah. plant, uh, leave it in public space. It best yeah. just to leave it there. Yeah, don't. It's, it's not yours. Don't, don't take yeah. it. And if what and if you're looking for if you're looking for Dudleys, which are a California native, there there are a lot of them available. Right. Um, take in, a picture in, of it in and the bring it in. Yeah. And hopefully, maybe hopefully. Find it. There's, There's an area available. near the nursery where you can go steal some from the wild. Let me tell you where. <laughs> um, I've seen quite a few of them. I, um, when Melanie and I have been out hiking, um, we've seen oh, there's there's some areas where there, there's a lot of them, I did and they not, get big. I did not know that was an issue. I know people will steal sagos or cycads and palms like and from mm, people's houses yeah, and yards, yeah, but not lines. Well, I remember oh, yeah. oh, 25 years ago, um, orchids. I, people point. people yeah. stealing orchids. Uh, well, poaching orchids out of. Um, out of Mexico, right? Um, they would come up with van loads of orchids, but at that time, I, well, I shouldn't say poaching because I don't think at that time it was it was illegal. It was illegal. I think it was legal back. Then. Yeah, because yeah. they 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 would bring them into the country, and they, I mean, they, the the van would be full of stuff. So right, they, right. crossing the border, they had to see it. 
So it, I'm get, story, it, yeah. it must have been yeah, legal. All kinds of stuff. So yeah. You were saying that there's a large the availability for Dudley is, is we have them. They're available. Yeah. It's because there's people stealing thousands of them at a time and selling them to nurseries. <laughs> that's where well, that's not where we're buying them from, <laughs> but uh, that, could, that, could, customer, that could be. I had a customer talk about there's a citrus tree being taken out of the yard. They had freshly planted a, a, a tree in their front yard, a small one, and then a couple of days later it was gone. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, I'm sure a deer or a rabbit didn't eat it. Well, no, it wasn't eaten down to the. It was gone. It was the just whole, gone. Was like Somebody yanked out. it out. Yeah. Well, maybe they just didn't like guess, a citrus uh, tree in the front yard. There we go. Yep. Uh, row crops in the back, citrus trees in the back, and uh, landscape in the front. So, what are the uh, classes again? The classes today San Diego has citrus care with Tyler, and in Poway, it's spring color with Brian. All right. Should be good classes. If you're yes. going to go to the class in San Diego, get there early um, so you can get a parking, a good parking spot. Uh, and then if you have to wait a little bit, just to grab a cup of coffee and, and if you're going mill to the around the store. Poway, come late so you don't have to talk to David. Exactly. <laughs> yes, that is, that is good advice. Know it. That's great advice. Yeah. Exactly. You've been, listening to Gar- You've been listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. I'm Ken Anderson along with David Ross. Mark Mahady and George Allman, we're going to be back next week with another hour of Garden Talk. Auto Talk is up next. Have a great weekend, everybody. Thanks for joining us on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery, your source for gardening, landscaping, and horticulture news. Still have a question for the Garden Talk crew or want to learn more about the show, how to become a guest or sponsor? Send an email to askanexpert at walteranderson.com. That's askanexpert at walteranderson.com or visit walteranderson.com. There's more professional gardening advice next week at this same time on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. This program is sponsored by Walter Anderson Nursery. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.